1: Leva and this is the Casual Fridays ARIA podcast. Today, we're talking about he who has the gold makes the rules. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one on one training with either myself or Justin. So, if you're interested in learning more, all you gotta do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started.
0: Happy Friday, sir.
1: Oh, happy Friday.
0: It is one of those weeks, has been done. We are getting towards the end and we are moving into the weekend. It's typically
1: how weeks work. Yeah, <laughs> they just they go Monday through
0: Friday. They just they do it, they just do right there and just keep going. It's just uh yeah, over and over. Just every, every cycle. It's just a vicious cycle. Always
1: guarantee Tuesday will come after Monday and so on, and so on.
0: Unless you go to sleep and you don't wake up till the following day. It'll
1: be Tuesday for somebody. It the is. next day for somebody.
0: <laughs> Just keep rolling.
1: Well, I don't know. We should be careful saying that in 2020.
0: Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I keep seeing that somebody made the world's biggest Ouija board for 2020, and I'm like, not this year, guys. We're almost done. You know, and it's uh And in that spirit, you know, we got to see some of the presidential, the vice president's debate. We record on Friday the following week, so we had the vice president's debate last week, and we had the presidential debate the week before. So we're getting to see our candidates lined up. And I'm going to tell on myself here, I don't know that I've ever heard Mike Pence speak. And so when I heard him on the debate last night, I was like, oh, that's Mike Pence. That's what he sounds like. I knew what he looked like. Trump has talked so much over the last four years and been pushed to the forefront that Mike Pence really hasn't got to talk that much, in my opinion.
1: Well, I kind of feel like that's the VP every the, time, yeah. right? The VPs, I don't know what the heck they do. They, I mean, they, <laughs> they're not public figures, really, I, in my opinion. They're like the sidekick Batman and Robin? Yeah, they're just like waiting in the behind stage for the president to croak or whatever so they can <laughs> step up.
0: So I, mean, I missed
1: I, the debate. I actually didn't even know what's going on. Like, I don't know how I missed it because I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I missed it, but
0: yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to get political on this, but I, what I will say, and I want to get on a soapbox for a second, just a quick second that if you're going to spend four hours watching debates over whether the bad man, the bad orange man, or the, the old grandpa, please learn your local candidates too. Cause when you step into that booth, you're going to vote for your local candidates. They're the ones that control the taxes locally. The one that's going to vote for the school bond. That's going to be paid back by you. The property taxes increases did they do what they said they were going to do? Did they handle the pandemic the way you feel a leader should? Get involved in that. Go to some city council meetings. Understand what they're pushing and why they're pushing it. Because if you really want to be a part of the change, which I, from all my political analyst friends on Facebook, you all seem to be so cut into what the the Democratic or Republican parties want. No, Take the time to learn your local government, too, because that's where you really can entice change. So. This
1: year is pretty important, too, because you can no longer vote straight ticket.
0: I think they blocked that. They allowed it now. Steve. I was
1: just talking. Oh, well, maybe they did, but I was just having that conversation with my dad the other day. He said
0: they they filed a lawsuit to keep from doing it, but I think it was dropped. But I could I could have that flipped, but, I, but it was changed. But you know, when you think about leadership and um, and we'll tie this back into our podcast here in a second. But when you think about leadership and who you want to follow when shit hits the fan, twenty twenty shit has hit the fan. If you don't believe that now, I know at the high level, but I. I listened to like the vice president last last night, or the and the vice president uh, nominee, you know, and they talked about all this infrastructure that was supposed to be promised and not promised, but we didn't hold our state and local governments accountable for that, and you know where the federal funding versus the state funding and how that's paid for with property taxes and gas taxes and things like that. You know, we have gotten away from understanding how the nuts and bolts work, and we all should get involved at that local level and, and really get to know how that works around us.
1: Well, at this point, I think the only way to affect change is to overthrow all those assholes and just <laughs> start over.
0: You, Dude, we I, I told you, I think we talked about on a show a year, year and a half ago where I was at a libertarian property tax meeting. There was like 150, 200 people there wanting to work through the different bills to help abolish property tax in Texas. Property taxes in Texas are high. I mean, thats I pay $14,000, $15,000 a year in property tax just on my primary residence. Mm-hmm. And so even if I paid my house off, I still have over a thousand dollars a month. I have to pay to the government to live on the house I paid for. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you when you talk about that and and you think it's cool, oh, my town has a nice uh, football stadium. Oh, it was a bond. It's not a big deal. It's just a bond. No, that's a loan to us that we have to pay back, and there's interest and in, you know and things like that. So, you know, we have a responsibility to watch how our money's spent, and that's done at the local level a lot of times. Well, that went political real fast. Yeah. Let's get off the subject. I know, and I and and so. Tying it back, here's a transition for you. Since we are the ones with the gold and we are giving it to them, we should be setting the rules. That is democracy in its finest, right? The government should be working for us, not us working for the government. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. in today's topic, it stems off of last week when we had the Wealth Without Wall Street guys here. They talked about the, one of the big nuggets for them and their change was he who has the gold makes the rules. And so many of us dove into the, and they, and they mentioned it, that y'all, y'all talk about it a little bit with your owner finance stuff we are the man with the gold or the woman with the gold. When you owner finance stuff out there, you have the land, you're holding the note for them, the mortgage or the land contract or contract for deed, however you're doing it. But oftentimes since somebody somewhere guru said, Oh, 99 down 99 a month. That's what you think you need to do when you can set those terms for yourself. Yeah. And the quicker you figure that out, the quicker your business will be more successful. Yeah, when you take those 99, I mean, say
1: you're in it for a thousand bucks and you mm-hmm. get so used to taking 99 down, 99 a, month, 99 a month, you're gonna run out of money real quick to an owner finance deals because you ain't got all your money back yet and it takes a year to get it.
0: And that's like, so that is the biggest thing I see when a guy does that model or when he does owner finance model and he's really good. He runs out of money because he's taking a bunch of, he's got a marketing figured out, he's selling the shit out of his properties. And now his acquisition funds are crap and he's like, well, what do I do? We talked about it last week, injecting cash in your business. There's going to be a point where you have to do it. Is it a money partner? Is it a loan? Is it something? So the guys that get really good, they hamper themselves because they didn't understand that they can control that a little bit more on the front end. Now, if you took 100 or if you said, hey, I'm going to take 500 down and sit on that $1,000, you have half your money back versus only a, a tenth of it back. Mm-hmm. So you're in a better position. You do that two to one now versus have to sell 10 to get one property. Or five hundred down with
1: a two hundred doc, and mm-hmm. now you're you're almost there. Yeah, but yeah, it makes so much more sense. Like if you want to grow this business to get almost all your money back, I mean, it's close to it, if mm-hmm. not exactly or more. Yeah. from the beginning, I mean, and you are in control of that. Yeah, and I think the argument is well, it's so much easier to sell, and qu- sells quicker mm-hmm. when I take ninety nine down, ninety nine doc, ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to know how many people
0: did that. And defaulted. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, and their people paid the entire time.
0: And so I think we heard a number that half the those notes are going to default when we first started. Like, oh yeah, you can do it this way. And half of them are going to default. We just keep selling them. You just can mm. keep money making forever. It's passive income forever. But in some cases, I don't want to do that work again. Yeah. I would love to sell a property I bought for 10 grand. I sold it for 30 or 40 and I get seven or $8,000 down. I'm back to work. That guy is vested. He's, he's, he is qualified buyer. He wants to not lose his seven or eight thousand dollars. If something happens, I could probably give him a little bit of leeway. COVID happens. I had an example where a guy I paid say twelve, thirteen thousand dollars for property, fifteen thousand. I sold it to him for seventy. He'd put seven or eight thousand down. He pays seven hundred a month. He's done it for two or three years. He's like, dude, I lost my job. I don't want to lose the land. Is there anything you do? Hey, man, you paid good for this. I'll give you three months. My money's out. I'm I'm in the green, and I'm in the green for the next nine years. The guy's with me for nine years now, so. I can give him three months at the end. I'll just roll it to the end, dude. I ha- I have the gold. Mm-hmm. I make the rules. I can do it to help him. It doesn't mean you have to be greedy, but now I've got a buyer that he's really going to he's gonna help me out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're less likely to do something like that, too, if you're...
0: You're upside down in the deal. Yeah, you're not yeah, cash not, positive. Yeah, you're
1: not cash positive. Yeah, yeah. I did have a guy once argue with me. He was another land investor. And I try to tell him what we're talking about now. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I've had people default on loans that put $150,000 down. Good <laughs> for you, know, you. Well, and he's you know, basically saying it doesn't matter how much they put down. But think about it logically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know everyone listening to this show is, I can be willing to bet everyone listening to this show is more comfortable walking away from $200 that they've got invested in something as opposed to 10000 that or, they've got invested in. Or
0: 150000 in his extreme yeah. example. Yeah. yeah. You're 100% correct. That's logic. That's That's logic, yeah.
1: And if you're the owner of the company that's taking those, well, now you've got almost all your money just rinse and repeat and go control the gold
0: or whatever we said mm -hmm. even better in other places. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I've had default in the last... I don't know that I've had a default in the last year. I've got one that's... He bounces kind of close, but it was a note that I bought. But everybody else out of the... I think I have 30-something notes right now, 35, are all... They're all paying, and they're all... 25% 25% down, you know, on properties on a property. I have between 20 and 30% in. So, you know, if they get 30 days later, if I have to work with them or give them a, it's not a big deal, but they're vested. I've got good paying customers. My cash flow every month is pretty consistent. I don't have to worry about it. And we keep moving forward and keep building a business.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: had a thought. Okay. You lost it again. I lost it. <laughs> every Friday you're doing this now.
1: It's because I come up with a thought expecting your sentence to end And it doesn't end. And so I have to like try and hold on to it. But I also want to be present with you and like listen to what you're saying. So I forget
0: what I was. I feel like we need to make this a note for our therapy session because they're going to say, Adam, you're blaming Justin for something he didn't do. I didn't blame you for anything. My sentence didn't stop. Uh, this is just to unpack and, the and comment. I, I said, you're saying it's, it's not I'm blaming you
1: for anything. That's how I took it as blame. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we we're going to line it. We're not in therapy. Maybe we should line one up. We should.
0: So anything else you could think of that were situations where having the gold, you know, you would make the rules and working through that. I can think of one that came to mind and I saw this and it's kind of left field for this topic is Bob Ross, the painter that we all know and love from when we were a kid. And like, Oh, made a little mistake. Call mm-hmm. it a bird. Mm-hmm. He filmed his whole series for free, and he made all his revenue off of his line of paint. Like, how would he have gotten paid on that? Like- because you, like when you film it, like you have advertisers, people get mm. paid for their shows because advertisers are going to put money up to it, so they give them some kind of money because they're generating money off of it. But he did it for free, and his only revenue came in from selling his paint. Mm. His gold, I guess, in that sense, was his talent his ability to draw people in and, and make them have that that love or joy for art. I think, I actually think the show was called joy of, joy of Art or something like that. But that, to me, is not just quantifying it, saying dollars and cents. It's saying that sometimes your gold is your knowledge, is your talent in, yeah. in, in having that available. Oh.
1: Did you ever actually watch that show? It's pretty boring. Like I can understand <laughs> why he did it for free, because who would actually pay for it?
0: <laughs> well, people were buying his stuff, so he was living the dream. Man. Yeah. I mean, I... It was not exciting and thrilling, but I learned how to make a bird. I can paint a bush now. Okay, I could paint a tree. I bet. All right. Yeah,
1: yeah that does remind me. We talk about like your gold, is your knowledge is mm-hmm. talking with someone the other day about what we do, and their question was, well, why can't I skip trace? I've done investments my whole career, or mm-hmm. you know, we do it all from skip tracing. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to send mail? Mm-hmm. I guess you don't. No. I mean, if your expertise is skip tracing, then go do it. That's not what we teach. That's not what we do. And we know direct mail works. Yeah. But if you want to.
0: Yeah. And I, I think we have clients that actually do skip tracing and I, I, and I've had that same conversation with somebody he goes, oh, I'll do it for houses. I could do it for land too. It's like, yeah, 100% you could. It's not what we do. It's not. So you're asking me when you, you come to us and you say, Hey, teach us a course or teach us how to do it, coach me on it. I'm going to tell you what I do and I know works for me mm-hmm. and then hope that you can rinse and repeat that. Or Take it and make it a little bit more yours. Like mm-hmm. So if it's, hey, Justin, I know you say we should send 3,500 pieces of mail or 1,000 pieces of mail to get one deal. Well, I'm going to send 1,000 pieces of mail to get that deal, but I'm also going to skip trace that same list and see what it comes back to. So maybe I pull another deal or two out of it. It's not something I normally do, but it's nothing that you can't do. Like you, That's the cool thing about this crazy blue world we live in is you can really do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. There's things that are going to work and things that aren't, but you can also morph it and make it your own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I 100%, 150% encourage that behavior. It's like, here's what we do and exactly how we do it, Mm -hmm. but add your own special sauce into it.
0: Yeah. Like that's reminds me of the guy that had come to the live event. He bought coffee money, bought a bunch of coastal properties. And instead of selling them all on eBay or Craigslist, he used Zillow, Mm
1: -hmm. a
0: little tweak like that. And did well, and he did really well on stuff. It was Mm -hmm. just a little tweak that he did in his business. And he made it his own and it, and it worked well for him. There's, there is nothing wrong with that. If you have to do exactly what the person you learned from did and you don't take it and go farther, you miss the whole point of having a coach. Mm-hmm. You missed the whole point of having access to that man's gold or that woman's gold. You took that knowledge that they had spent years developing and then you should take it and be able to get that much farther. You should always be better than your teacher. And that's like, as a parent, you want your kids to take what you've taught them and go even further. Yeah why so i'm
1: always hesitant to say s- certain facts or i don't even know if facts is the right word but like answer certain questions 100 percent the way that like i think things should be done okay when i you know say like we're consulting someone mm-hmm. i'd much rather learn your brain process and learn how you think mm-hmm. than me telling you exactly because as soon as i say it it becomes the standard
0: that's the way you have to do it yeah
1: and so i would rather teach you how to expand your mind and think about this business because like mm-hmm. Once you know how to comp properties and mm-hmm. you know how to send direct mail or you know how to buy property, mm-hmm. open up your mind, like expand what you're going to mm-hmm. do. Like it doesn't have to be, well, Adam said this, mm-hmm. got to do this way. And it, for some reason not working. Well, let me,
0: yeah, whatever. Adam says you got to take the lowest comp and divide it by four. And then, uh, well, I heard somebody else say 32% or I heard somebody else say 29% or, you know, those numbers are arbitrary. It's where you want to be and what you feel comfortable because at the end of the day, like on a, when you're pricing a mailer, like you said, When the property comes back, you're going to comp it individually and get a value to it. Now, do you you have value there? Can you go up or down? Do you need to walk them back? Do you go up? Are you happy with the money you could potentially make on it? So good topics.
1: I think so. It's been a good week.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's call it and let these guys and girls get out to the weekend and enjoy some family time.
1: All well, all right. Well, get out there, do that, and enjoy your weekend. And uh, while you're enjoying it, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.